everybody. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me this morning on this edition of Down to Earth. It's the podcast in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today on our show, it's Mother's Day. It just happens to be Mother's Day 2020. And I know most of us uh, are a little shocked because it's probably the first Mother's Day we're not able to go out to eat and to uh, to uh, share with others <laughs> the various things that we want to do. Isn't it the craziest thing ever is to figure out how are we going to enjoy Mother's Day 2020? This is 2020 style. I guess when you look at it in the big picture of things, I guess we all have to come to this place that we recognize that 2020 has been a very unique year and a very different year. It's the kind of year in which we recognize that Despite our best efforts, despite everything that we've tried to do, we recognize that we have not as much control as we thought we did. And so 2020 is evolving and shaping up to be a very different kind of year. I suspect by the end of this year, we're probably still not going to be traveling overseas as much as we thought we would or as much as we want to believe that we can. I just spoke to some of my relatives this morning and it's amazing that we're hoping that we can see each other next year because we recognize that it may just not happen for the rest of this year. So we just want to say good morning to everybody. It's Sunday, May 10th, Mother's Day 2020 style. What can I tell you? Quarantine style. And so we just want to tell you thank you so much for joining us this morning. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of our show. Uh, today we are... Uh, we are... Uh, We are perhaps, uh, I don't know, we seem to be having some problems with Facebook. I don't know what's going on. Uh, And I don't have time to to figure out Facebook. Uh, I I suppose Facebook is, like everybody else, is lagging behind. But uh, it's it's Mother's Day. And I recognize, especially during this time of COVID-19, that there are a lot of us who have lost parents recently. I suspect that some of us are still under a fog of grief because the loss is still very recent. I I feel it, I get that. I remember the first Mother's Day, it's only been three Mother's Day since mom has gone to be with the Lord. And I remember the first Mother's Day, I didn't think I could breathe. I did not think I could make it through that first Mother's Day. And by the grace of God, I did. I didn't think it was possible to happen. And I got a strange gift that year. My oldest daughter was away at law school. It's making me sniffle just thinking about it. But my oldest daughter was away at law school and uh, classes had ended. And a surprise, she showed up for Mother's Day. She showed up just before Mother's Day. That was the best gift that year because I was able to see her and she was, she was able to comfort me during my time of grief. So for many of us who have recently lost your mom, it is tough and I totally feel that and I I acknowledge your loss and I tell you it's going to be okay. Uh, It's never going to be the place where you get to and you're like, oh, mom died and it's nothing. No, it's never gonna be like that. It's day by day. Sometimes the grief comes in waves. Sometimes it literally takes your breath away especially that first year is the toughest one to get through. That first year you pick up the phone, find yourself picking up the phone to call mom or to text mom. 
and you find yourself just looking at her stuff and you realize that you have to close out that chapter of life, of your life, that that chapter with your parent is done. It's not, it's not easy. We all make decisions and it's a rough and tough place to be in, especially during COVID when many of us didn't get to be with them during their final hours because of the virus. And they uh, kept us from spending time with our loved ones. I get it, I totally get it, I feel it for you. So today I just wanna comfort you, I wanna offer you words of comfort and I'm gonna pray the Lord's Prayer, part of the Lord's Prayer that has been instrumental in keeping all of us during this time, this part of the Lord's Prayer that has kept us and has kept me going since this pandemic began. I'm going to read to you the verses of Matthew chapter six. And Matthew chapter six is the Lord's Prayer. It's where Jesus taught us to pray. He said, if you pray no other prayer, start by praying this one. He says, even if you never pray another prayer, say this prayer. This is the prayer that is heard in heaven. This prayer will move heaven on your behalf. And especially today on Mother's Day, I just pray that the Lord will give us this day. Many of us, especially here in the Detroit metro area and in other communities around the country and around the world, have lost parents. This is our first time, the first month, it might even be three weeks after. Mom might have just passed last week. And it's very hard, you would think, for others who have never experienced that loss to wonder what it feels like. And to many of us, it's kind of like, but I am gonna say to you, breathe. The best thing I can say is breathe. Because this is something that takes your breath away. We never realize how integral and important mom was to our lives until she's no longer here. We didn't realize how attached we were to her because she affirmed our mortality and our continuity of life. You recognize that it's because of mom why you have your own children. You recognize that mom gave your life perspectives, that mom gave your life something to talk about, something to do, that she was your safety net. When my mom died, I recognized that I had to grow up, that I had grown up. I had become a full-fledged adult. If I thought I were adult before, when mom grew up, I realized that I now have to become my own safety net, my own emotional safe place, my own financial safe place because mom was gone. She was all of that. She was my safety net. The place where well, no matter what the, the streams of life, I'm just telling you the truth, no matter how hard life was, no matter who walked out, jobs left, you change jobs, change careers, change houses, mom was still constant. Mom was always there. And when she left, I had to come to terms with the fact that her time on earth had, hend had, had ended. Her time with me had done, she had done all that she could have done, and it was her time to take her rest. And even if I didn't like the way that it, had, it, it was done, even if I didn't want it to happen then, I thought it could have happened into the future or whatever, I had to ask. So I'm gonna to read to you the words of Matthew chapter six. Matthew chapter six, verses 11, verse 11. And it's the Lord's Prayer. And in it, the Lord instructs us how to say this prayer. I found that this is a prayer of faith and 
It's a prayer of long-term positivity. I'm not going to be with you long today because it's Mother's Day and we have other things to do. I myself, uh, because we're not going out to eat today, I found that it would just be easier to just make hamburgers today. Why not? Just make hamburgers. It's a very unusual Mother's Day. So we're just going to have hamburgers today. (laughs) And a salad. Is that okay? Just make it simple. It doesn't have to be elaborate because we clearly can't go out to eat like we used to. It's the new normal of operating. And I know many restaurants are dying today because they didn't get to make a scoop on Mother's Day, one of the biggest, the biggest restaurant days of the year. But even in this, God assures us that he's still in control and that if we trust him, we're going to be okay. We are going to be okay. The circumstances may not be, may not turn out the way you want it to. You may not get the job you want to. You may not get the money that you want to. You may not still even live in the same house that you thought you should. You may have to move to another city, whatever it is. As long as you are going to be okay, that's what matters. Matthew chapter 6, and I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it is the Lord prayers. And at the top of it, it says, In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Right there, right there is where we take our chapter, take our scripture. Give us this day and forgive us our debts. Forgive your parent for leaving. Forgive the hospital, the doctors. Forgive the health system. Forgive China. Forgive the president. Forgive everybody for causing your mom to leave. As we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation. Dear Lord, keep us from the spirit of anger, from being angry. Keep us from being frustrated. Keep our marriages, our homes. Keep our children. Keep our minds, Jesus. But deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All power and glory belongs to God. I know as human beings, we tend to prostrate and pontificate and postulate because we think that we are gods. We think that God is money. And we think that power, if we have power, then we have, we are gods. We can dictate what happens. Economies rise, the stock market. The president even said a few days ago, the stock market rises when he speaks. That is some kind of power that you take. But the same way that when he speaks, the stock market rose, the next day crashed again, showing you who really has the power. We have to go to the one who created the power, the one for whom all power belongs to God. It's not me. I didn't make it up. You don't have to agree with me. It is what it is. It's one of those things that is what it is. I grew up thinking that the power in the world belonged to us. That as human beings, we own the power. That if you had money, you had the power. And then I found out that even with money and power, still, things still did still happen. Look at the president. He has all the power in the world. He can press buttons and whole countries be obliterated. But his personal valet contracted the coronavirus. That's something he could not control. The vice president's press secretary contracts the, contracted the coronavirus. That shows you, you don't have, none of us have all the power that we think we have. And as human beings, we're consumed 
with the idea of having power because having power gives us pause. Having power makes us feel powerful. It, it, we sort of think we are empowered. Look at Elon Musk. The stock, uh, the stock exchange commission, the, the, the SEC has to contain him because when he speaks, markets collide and it affects the value of his stock. Just he thinks he has all the power in the world. So he named his son XEA whatever, like it's a series of initials and, and numbers and put that on a birth certificate. That's ridiculous to the extreme. That's not even endowing your child with your, uh, with, with, your, with your legacy. That's telling your child he has a legacy of stupidity. But yet, he has power. He has money, and money gives them power. The Lord is saying to us this morning, you don't have as much power as you think you have. You can't control the virus. I just read somebody's tweet on Twitter that says we have flattened the curve. It's time for us to re-engage the economy. That's what the economists say. But that's not what the scientists say. That's not what the doctors say. The doctors say infections in the U.S. are still spiking. We have not flattened the curve. It tells us that the virus is the one with the power. How should we feel today when we look around us and with all the power that we have, we can't control a virus? This morning, we're not able to gather in places of worship. If we do, you can't do more than 10 people and most people have to stream. So most people are like, I'm not even going to be amongst anybody because I don't know what anyone has. I don't want to touch any servers. I don't want to be in any group of people unless I really, really have to. So we're not even able to go into worship places where traditionally we commiserate. We gather together, we hug and embrace one another and commiserate. We can't even do that. We recognize that we don't have the power. The power, it belongs to God. And read the scriptures in Matthew. It tells us clearly in Matthew chapter 6 where the power belongs. And so when we look at this Mother's Day and we begin to accept that our mothers have gone in one family this year in Detroit, in just one month, one woman lost her mother, her grandmother, and her aunt. Another woman lost her mother and her two aunts. Her whole maternal power structure, her maternal safety net was wiped out and evaporated. You begin to realize that we don't have the power. As much as I want to think I have the power, I have two daughters. I realize that I don't have the power to keep myself alive. I recognize that my longevity and my mortality is contained by a power outside of myself. So I have to implement controls to make sure that I stay alive. And I'm looking into my daughter's faces and because they see my reaction to the loss of my mother, I wonder what they're thinking. What would they have to face? All I can do is pray for them. All I can do is pray that the Lord keeps me as long as possible. But personally, I'm praying for another 50 years. I don't know about you. I'm just putting that out there in the atmosphere. Lord, hear my prayer for another 50 years of life. I kid you not. I don't have the power, so I submit. In insurance, there's a term called subrogate. It means I have given the insurance company the power to arbitrate on my behalf. I subrogate my power to God. 
give us this day. The Bible entreats us to recognize that there might be things happening around us that we can't control. The virus has proven that it is in control. It controls even our economy. It controls whether we go to work or not. Nowadays, it seems to be even controlling whether we have sex or not. Just this week, CBS News released a report that the virus is found in the semen of male survivors of the virus. Imagine that. So even now, when you think we might just get a handle on it, even when you think I survived it now, I can get on with my life, you find out that you can actually transmit the virus to someone else. Sexually, the virus has now become another sexually transmitted disease. Something else for us to think about. We still have no power. Give us this day. You recognize that they're making decisions. You don't have the power to make the decisions whether you go back to work or not. The government does. The commerce does. The economists do. Industry does. And you are wondering, what do I do? Do I go back to work? I'm not sure that they are going to sanitize. I'm not even sure they're going to test everybody. Just this past week, the city of Detroit tested their workers whom they want to come back to work on a phase basis. People who work in parks and rec, maintenance and so on, you know, they don't have much contact with the public or very little or no contact with the public at all. Out of 400 employees, 130 were found to be positive. If you send 130 positive people back to work, they're going to infect another, exactly, The power belongs to God. We have to subrogate our power. And this is why it's important for us to know the scriptures and know when it comes to times like this, you must pray. And when you pray, you say, give us this day. You may have gotten a notification from your company to report to work tomorrow. Do you know you have no control over that? You have the bills to pay. Life has to go on. So what are you going to do? You're going to say, give us this day. You're going to pray, give us this day, every day that you have to go out and touch surfaces in common, go into the bathrooms, knowing that people sometimes do not wash their hands. Their habits are formed that they find difficult to shake. I, I Just this past week, I had to go get another car and uh, they sanitized the car and so on. But while we were doing the, you know, because it wasn't a new, brand new car, you know, I don't waste money on stuff like that, right? Okay, so... I just don't because they overcharge you. The markup on cars is like 2,000%, just in case you don't know. (laughs) Right? The dealers make a boatload of money, so don't feel sorry to negotiate. But while we were doing the negotiations, you know, we were talking, maintaining the six-feet distance. But, you know, as human beings, it becomes different. You, You think you can't speak through the mask. So at some point, especially if you wear glasses, the masks, your glasses fog up. And you find yourself easing the mask. And I said to myself, here's an opportunity for the virus to come in. If you have had any kind of altercation, you go out to buy groceries at the grocery store. That's why I don't believe in going to the grocery store after after 10 o'clock. Everybody's touching everything. I don't see them cleaning it in between, cleaning down the common areas to touch. You see what I mean? So you, it's like you're touching surfaces in common. Imagine when we all go back to work. And there are more people. 
and there are more people who will be touching surfaces. Give us this day. So they tell you that you have to do surgery. Give us this day. And you are going into a hospital and you recognize that your life is not in your hands. You don't have the power switch to flip to make your life work. All you can say is give us this day. Today is Mother's Day. We can't go out to eat. Most of us are going to roll the grill out and just grill something to eat. We can't even gather in groups. You may not even want to go test and go test the waters and go get your parents. <laughs> you might cook something and drop it off for them because you may not want to tempt fate. And you're sitting there wondering, is this the last time I'm going to see mom and dad? Is this the last time I'm going to see mom or grandma? Give us this day. Some of us are finding ourselves going to the cemetery to place flowers on our mother's tombs. Give us this day. My mother is not buried in this country. I called my relatives this morning and asked them to go place flowers on my mother's grave. Can you imagine how I feel just the words of that, the import of that? All I can say is give us this day. Give us this day. We're not in control. We learned just this past week. Just a few, just yesterday we learned that Dr. Fauci and the CDC feel that they have been exposed to the virus. So they have isolated themselves and self-quarantined. Those are the smart minds. Those are the minds that are helping us navigate this virus. And when you recognize that they could be compromised and their longevity and mortality could be compromised. All you can say is, give us this day. You're looking at maybe the president himself might have it. He probably is not going to allow himself to be tested because he thinks he's a tough guy. And toughness gets us nowhere because the power belongs to God. All you can say is, give us this day. Then you look at the vice president. That's our power structure. He could be contaminated because his press secretary has it. So what can you say? If something were to happen to the president, then the vice president, all you can say is, give us this day. The power belongs to God. Then you look further down the line and you're like, oops, I hope Nancy Pelosi didn't have anything to do with it because according to the power stream, it's the president, the vice president, or the speaker of the house. All you can say is, Give us this day. We recognize that we don't have as much control and power as we thought we had or as we think we could. And even today, today is painful for a lot of us. Mother's Day has triggers for some of us. Some of us were not raised by mothers or good mothers. Some of us, our experience with mothering left us broken and abused and pained. Some of us were abandoned emotionally and physically by mothers. I'm one of them. Give us this day. She made it up later when I became an adult. But the early years were defined by loss and abandonment. Some of you never got a chance to hear your mother say, I'm sorry. Give us this day. Some of you were mothered by people in foster care who should not call themselves mothers. Let's just be clear. They've done more damage to you. Give us this day. Some of us were mothered by our teachers. Give us this day. 
So Mother's Day is a kind of double-edged sword. Because in one breath, it should celebrate the goodness of mothering. But in another, what happens when mothering is bad? It is one of these things when I say, I think I need my mother. I kid you not. I found myself today thinking, I really wish I could have a conversation with my mother. How many of us has that happened to? Your mom has gone home to be with the Lord and you find yourself wishing you could talk to her one more time. Give us this day. And so brothers and sisters, we find ourselves in this unique position, in this nexus. We find ourselves at this comport, this point in our humanity when we recognize that no power on earth could stop this thing from happening. There was no power that could have prevented your mother from getting this virus in a nursing home. And you realize that I really don't have as much power as I thought I had. So you say, give us to stay. You look at yourself. Some of you have nursed spouses back to health. Give us this day. Some of us are facing uncertain futures. We don't know what's going to happen. We may have to move out of an apartment. If this continues until July, June 30th is the estimate I heard. We recognize that people are living on the edge. Give us this day. We went, if you go to the supermarket, there is very little meat on the shelves. Pork and pork products and beef, very little of that is left. Give us this day. If we're having these troubles here in America, what do you think the rest of the world is having? And we were the economy that stood strong and we have been felled by this virus. This virus showed that we're not as capable as we, as we thought we were. We didn't have the leadership that we thought we had or needed to navigate a pandemic and a crisis like this. Give us this day. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Do you? I don't. We don't know what's going to be to eschew from the corridors of power. We don't, armed protesters stormed the Capitol in Lansing and in other parts of the country. They wore swastikas. They wore Confederate flags. They had nooses. We don't know if people are not going to react to that. We don't know if such a thing were to show up somewhere else that it won't happen. Frankly, we don't know. All we can say, all we can pray is give us this day. We frankly don't know. In Atlanta, the virus is on a rampage. In Georgia, especially in the Atlanta metropolitan area. We don't know what's going to happen. We're getting better at treating people so they're not dying. But the virus itself, when it infects, is leaving harmful residual effects on people's bodies. It compromises your lung capacity, your heart capacity. So that's going to eventually compromise your long-term health. Give us this day. We don't know what they're going to stand and say tomorrow from the Rose Garden or tomorrow from any Capitol House. We don't know what industry is going to say tomorrow is the 11th of May. The plants in Michigan are going to restart. From what I understand, a lot of people are going to call in sick. They feel like hell to the no. Give us this day. We're looking at people and we recognize that We don't know some of the folks we know if we're going to see them again. Give us this day. It's, it's, it's a, you're disconnected. You're separated by sea and water. And you don't know if you're going to see your relatives in the very near future or what can happen. Give us this day.
There are no guarantees. There are no certainties. But all we can do is trust in the Lord. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct thy paths. Give us this day. Give us this day. Because we don't know. So many of us don't know what can happen. We may go and get tested for the virus. Thank God it comes back negative. But you have to ask yourself, what made me want to go get tested in the first place? Am I susceptible? I don't want to find out. Give us this day. We have friends and family. Give us this day. That people are forming tenants union because uh, landlords are going crazy wanting to put people out. How do you want to put people out and they're not working? Where are they going to live? Give us this day. Are we going to be able to buy houses after this? You bet, but you better believe they're going to lower the prices. They're going to lower the rates. And when you do find it, take a house and run with it. Give us this day. If you have to walk or crawl to work, it's better to be in a commute than to live in an apartment because you realize now that you have no control. Give us this day. We're evolving into the summer season. They thought that, for, I don't know where they got this idea that uh, the heat would stop <laughs> the spread of the infection. No, tropical countries are getting it. But right after summer comes fall. Traditionally, fall is a season when a number of respiratory illnesses manifest. When you look at the numbers, it's alarming. We have an election season in the fall. Give us this day. That's all you can say. It seems as if we're rolling out of control. Anybody remembers 9-11? How vulnerable we felt. But we were assured by the fact that we had a defense shield. And that we had soldiers in the air, on the ground, who could retaliate and who could perhaps go back and hurt the people. This virus is a different dynamic. It's moving. It's invisible. You can't see it. Retaliating against China is not going to work. Because we have investment in China. Apple has a lot of investment in China. So does other industries. How is that going to work? Kind of knitted together, haven't we? In our greed to look for markets that were cheaper with labor. We kind of spread ourselves out to the extent now where we can't, we can't even do something against an enemy whom we think is an enemy. Yeah, I think the virus, personally, I think the virus started in China. I think they did it. And I think they have never come clean with it. But does that mean that the people of China are wrong or is it their government? See what I mean? So you have that conflict in terms of retaliating. And what's retaliating going to do? Is it going to bring back the dead mothers and fathers, is it going to bring them back to life? Is it going to bring back that five-year-old child? Her parents lost a child. Is it going to bring her back? Is it going to bring back my aunts, my uncles, cousins, friends? I have stopped. I don't know about you, but this entire week, I kind of stopped reading Facebook. The list of RIPs rolling and scrolling. I couldn't do it anymore. I had to stop was painful to watch people describe who this person was and all I can say is give us this day Lord deliver us be still 
And I feel like going into this week, since we don't know the outcome, there's one thing I do know. I'm going to attach myself to the power that knows the outcome and who will bring the power. I'm going to attach myself to a safe power base, a safe power structure, a trusted source of power that will only do the best for me and will look out for me. I'm going to attach myself to a power who encourages me to be still, who encourages me to pray. I am going to attach myself to that power. And that power this week is saying, give us this day for every day that we go through. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Italy, in Spain, in Africa, in the countries of Africa, in the countries of the Middle East. This virus went rampant through Iran and through Turkey. We're just not reporting the numbers. It's been bad. In Iran, there were videos of people just literally dropping in the streets. Give us this day when this is all said and done, the human toll is going to shock us. It is going to perhaps remind us of what we read in history of what happened in 1918. And to think we could have avoided it. But I am saying to all of us, give us this day. A lot of what we've seen have happened. People have lost their incomes. I read a report yesterday that says every day that the economy has been shut down, 20 restaurants have gone out of business permanently. Every day that the economy has shut down, 20 restaurants have gone out of business permanently. They can't recover. To me, that tells me if you couldn't survive for two months in business, you are living on the edge anyway. But it's life. The business is your income. It supports everything else. And there comes a point when you have to make a choice. You're going to pay the rent on the building or you're going to pay the mortgage so you can have somewhere to live. Give us this day. There are choices that people are going to have to make this week. You're going to ride the flag. You're going to find yourself in the middle of, of a distant place. You're going to find yourself straddling a line. Do I go back to work and provide income? Am I going to live through it? Do I go back to work or am I endangering my life? Give us this day. You're going to have to say the prayer. They're going to call you and say, we are restarting. Give us this day. Take it day by day. Give us this day. Put your hands in the hands of the man from Galilee. Trust that power source that is safe and secure. That unchanging power. Yes, nations rise and fall. People come and go. Yes, even presidents come and presidents go. Democracies come and go. Look how many times through human history we have changed systems of power and government. But there's one poor, poor source that never changes. One source of power that never goes away. It's God. God is eternal. And it's time for us to look up onto the hills. Look up onto God. He is the source of power. He has reminded us through this virus. Trust in me. Trust in me. Hold on and trust in me. But what do we do? We still continue to use the power sources that we have become accustomed to. People are making decisions, long-term decisions about their lives based on information available today. Not taking into account that that information varies daily. You don't want to find yourself homeless and on the street and you can't get back to civilization. You're too embarrassed to pick up the phone to call your parents or call someone to come and get you because you made a wrong decision. Wake up and put your hands in the hands of the ones who are trusted. So many people are at that valley of decision. 
You're at that place of indecision or decision. You got to make a choice. This is what we are confronted with this week. Give us this day. All I can say is give us this day. We're going to hear some things in the media. The news is going to report stuff that is going to frighten us. They're going to tell us stuff. Don't be surprised if you don't start seeing people rioting in supermarkets over a pack of meat because it was the last pack and somebody has thought they grabbed it. The other person is snatching it and it becomes a riot. Give us this day. Give us this day as they send people back to work and command people in meatpacking places to go back to work even though they're sick. Give us this day. We didn't have a contingency plan for that. But we are big balling and profiling like we are the Dons and we have all the power. But it never occurred to you one day that our very food supply could be threatened? It never occurred to all these planners. Look at it this way. All the money they have, all the technology they have, all the models that they could forecast. It never occurred to them one day that our food supply right here in this country could be threatened because of a virus. It never occurred to them that when people started getting sick, even the people in meatpacking plants, and they had to have a contingency. It never occurred to anybody, but you are full of power. You don't have power because you don't have the world in your hands. You're not sitting up top and looking down low. That's why your power base is limited. You might think you have distribution of power because you can press a button. How many of us feel so powerful because we can fire people and hire people? And you like to think that I am the decision maker on whether you eat or drink. That's not power. Because the power right now, we're going to see in a few days demonstrated. When people go to supermarket shelves and can't find meat. When people can't get eggs to buy and can't buy milk. And they're going to fight over it. That's you're going to see. And for all our technology, we never saw this coming. It's amazing to me. And it's amazing to me that even, I said this from the very beginning, that even city planners, you never sat down and thought there would come a time that mass numbers of people could die either, whether it was a virus or wartime event or something. So you had to make plans for it. What exactly do you sit down and plan for? No, you make the money and you profile and you profile and live big. Some of you have five assistants. What were they assisting you doing? Tell me. What were they assisting you doing? It never occurred to anybody that an eventuality like this could happen. This is where you say, give us this day. Because you recognize that we are so vulnerable. Because we don't have the right systems in place administered by the right people. This virus exposed The anomalies in our systems, our systems of administration, both corporately and governmentally. It exposed that we don't have all the answers that we need collaboration. Are we willing to give up so we can hear somebody else's voice? Or do we think we know it all and have it all? And we should have all the answers. Then if you had all the answers, why are we here? Why are we here? I read a report this week that in in the state of Michigan, the Restaurants Association and Lodging Association are petitioning the governor to reopen on May 28th or May 29th rather. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. If you think I'm going to go sit in a restaurant anytime soon, I don't know who they're talking about. Yeah, I support local businesses by ordering takeout, but no way, Jose, you're going to find me sitting in a restaurant 
anytime soon. I thought that was pretty bold of them. It makes you wonder when they were making hundreds of millions of dollars, what were they doing with it? Nobody ever thought this would come, but we think we have the power though. And these are the things that you and I, when we sit and look at it, we really need to understand that who really has the power. As for me and my house, we're going to tap into that power. And we're going to pray to him, give us this day. I, you know, do, during all of this, one of the things that became apparent to me is how I have trusted God. And I'm glad I did that early because my revenue is garnered from media, multimedia. I didn't have to make any adjustments. I was already doing it. There I was just sitting there already doing it. People made fun of people like me because they were doing it face to face. And they thought they had all the answers. They were the power. Walking through the marketplaces of the city and walking through the marketplaces of the earth, feeling all powerful, all conquering. But then you, you get up every morning and you have to drop your underwear off to go use the bathroom. Then you have to put your panty on and put your underwear on one leg at a time. So where was your power? We're all equal. You find out through the virus, we are all made of the same systems to breathe. That when our lungs fail, we can't breathe. And if you can't breathe, you can't live. So therefore, what do you must do? Breathe. Ain't that funny? But we thought we had all the power. You would say, but Harriet, money made all the difference. How? They still don't have a vaccine, honey. You're still going to need to go into an emergency room. Give us the stay. So I'll leave you with these words today of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven. We need to say that. We need to acknowledge that. Yeah, I know it's Ramadan. It's almost over. And, you know, we all worship various religions and have all sorts of religious practices and belief. But there's got to be a supreme one. It's not the Big Bang Theory. It's not this grand evolutionistic concept. This just keeps going and going. The sun keeps rotating around the earth. The moon keeps moving and the earth is moving around the planets. Give us this day. I would pray to the one who keeps all those systems in place. We finally have come to this place where we recognize that maybe we did some things bad. Maybe we didn't always administer properly. Maybe we were too arrogant. Maybe we didn't pay enough attention. Maybe we didn't spend as much time as we could have with our parents. Human interactions being what they are, things happen. We get mad, we get upset. Maybe the last conversation we had with a loved one was not the way we would have wanted it to go. Maybe we could have made better investment choices. Maybe we could have done better economically. Whatever the reasons are, this is not the time to live in the past or to dwell on the negatives. Dwell on what coulda, woulda, woulda, shoulda. Now that we're at this point, we need to move forward. We need to make calculated decisions and on how we're going to improve our lives and change our lives. I got to go. It's time to go. But I leave you on this Mother's Day with this thought. Give us this day, Matthew 6 and 11, that reminds us that we must pray. Pray 
every day. When things happen that you don't understand, when things happen that you can't wrap your mind around, when all kinds of crazy things are happening, even when your spouses act up, because we are, it's quarantine like day 70 and we're all like quarantined. Give us this day. Understand that maybe it might stretch a little longer than we thought. Maybe the rates of infection will spike and they're like, we're not too confident that this is going to happen or they might send us all back into a universe filled with viruses and we're going to take those viruses back home. Give us this day. My friends, we're all in this together. I know we're riding on different boats. Some of us are on supersonic yachts. Some of us are on a dinghy. Some of us are barely on a raft, (laughs) right? I know we're all still on the same sea of life. We might just be using different modes of transportation, but we're all subject to the same condition. You know what that is? The human condition. You can only survive so much when forces greater than you come at you. But we can have faith to believe that this will be over. We can have faith to believe that God will take us through this, whatever this might be. That's why he said, give us this day, this day, Monday, Say this prayer, give us this day Tuesday, give us this day Wednesday, give us this day Thursday, give us this day Friday, give us this day, even on Saturday, when it sounds like they've all given up, might hear that the president has contracted it, give us this day. That's my prayer for all of us. It's Mother's Day. I want you all to go out and celebrate. Whether mom is here or not, whether mom is in heaven, still say happy Mother's Day. Wherever she is, whether she's with you or not, if she's here with you, pick up the phone and call her and say, hey, mom, it's just nice to hear your voice. It was so good to hear my grandmother's voice this morning. I felt connected that that longevity, that mortal connection was still there. It made me feel a little more human. So if mom is in heaven, it's not over. Don't give up. I know you're going to cry. I have. I cried this morning three times already. And the day has just begun, (laughs) right? But call somebody and tell them you love them, even if they mothered you just a little bit. And say all day, give me this day. Lord, give me this day. Give me this day. Help me survive this Mother's Day without mom. My first or second or 20th Mother's Day without mom. Say, give me this day. Give me this day. And I believe that God the God of all heaven and earth will take us through this. Thank you so much, everybody. My name is Harriet Kimmick. Go to my website, harrietkimmick.com. Get a copy of my book, Through the Fire, on amazon.com. We're sending copies of my book to uh, domestic violence shelters around the country. Help us to keep hope alive for those who are in need. Amazon.com, the book is Through the Fire by me, Harriet Kimmick, yours truly. I thank you so much for being a part of my experience today. Happy Mother's Day to all of us. Happy Mother's Day to all of us and even to you guys who sometimes have to step in and and become and act like a mother even though you're a dad, but mom is absent, so you just pick it up. Give us this day. You miss your wife and all. You miss that. Give us this day. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great Mother's Day. Be blessed.